This is the Back Porch Education Podcast. Today on the show, Steve and I make a case for administration. Or not. Or maybe we don't. <laughs> Get your education. Back porch education. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Steve, did you know that Robert Browning, the famous, uh, you know, writer, uh, was married to Elizabeth Barrett Browning? Uh, I honestly didn't know that they both had the same last name because of marriage. Yeah, yeah, seriously. And uh, that um, Robert called his wife uh, his Portuguese because of her, like... uh, it was like a pet name, like because of her olive skin. <laughs> okay. He called her, well. he called her uh, his Portuguese. And so uh, Elizabeth Barrett Browning's sonnets from the Portuguese <laughs> are okay. not a translation. They are her poems that she wrote, but they're from her to him. From the Portuguese. And so they're sonnets from the Portuguese. Of course, my niece, when my oh boy, brother-in-law was dating a... So this is a niece from a, from my sister-in-law. Okay. And uh, her brother was dating someone from Portugal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So the, the, the little niece said she she spoke pork and cheese. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with her podcast. Well, so already we're <laughs> off in the weeds. That's uh, okay. And it's just my vain attempt to distract you from your oh, no. poem, which is never going to happen anyway. So it's Well, it's going to get worse before it gets better because today we're talking about uh, administration and if that should even be a thing in yep. a school. Yep. Um, do we need a leader? What is a lead? Okay, well, you know, the, the questions are flurries now. Read your poem. But here's the poem. <laughs> this is Sonnet uh, from the Portuguese. This is Sonnet 23. Is it indeed so? If I lay here dead, wouldst thou miss any life in losing mind? <laughs> <laughs> and would the sun for thee more coldly shine because of grave damps falling round my head? I marveled, my beloved, when I read thy thought so in the letter. I am thine, but so much to thee. Can I pour thy wine while my hands tremble? Then my soul, instead of dreams of death, resumes life's lower range. Then love me, love. Look on me, breathe on me. As brighter ladies do not count it strange, for love to give up acres and degree, I yield the grave for thy sake and exchange my near sweet view of heaven for earth with thee. <laughs> Would my life be any worse off without an administrator? That is the question that I wanted to ask. I have, I have ruthlessly pillaged... Uh, uh, the poem, well, I've, I've thrown it in a very different register than it was written in, right? <laughs> uh, but but that's, the, that's the thrust of it, is um, would we as teachers, would, would, the, would the sun shine more coldly if we didn't have administrators? Well, and it voices the, the voice of the administrator, too. Why don't you love me? <laughs> you know? 
I'm just here for you. <coughs> right. Uh, I think we start this with some with some definitions. Okay, good. Right, because we we are confused today hmm. about the nature of this thing called schooling. Okay. Is it a business? Is it a community? Hmm. It, uh, to to in what way is it related to the church, the family, the state, the state? Yes. Uh, and it gets more confusing by the day. Hmm. So you've thrown out there the concept of a, 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 the case for or against administrators. Right. And that's probably a very common term for those who are there to help the teachers teach. Mm-hmm. Um, often it is from, well, we have two ethics to pull from. The ethic of power. Okay. I'm your boss. Right. Do. Mm-hmm. Um... Shut up and teach. Right. Or, um, we, we, this is somewhat of what we were, I think, shooting at years ago with a, a Minister and McGeester. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 is my role, if I'm an administrator, that of compelling, pushing, or pulling? Right? Mm, good, okay. Uh, okay. That's a good metaphor, um, yeah. It, it, older days... Right, we use terms such as principal, which is a shortening of principal, principal teacher. teacher. Yeah. Okay. Good. That there was a man or woman. Mm-hmm. It could be either. This was one of those non-gendered circumstances of leadership. Right. Whose qualification for leadership in the school came from experience. Okay. The teacher. The first the, among equals, as it were. Right, right, the one, often with the most experience, or at least the, the best teacher, yeah. is looked to by the lesser teachers for help, guidance, apprenticeship. Wisdom, yeah. etc. It's, 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 when teaching was considered an art, they were the headmaster. Right. Which was another term for principal teacher. Uh-huh. They were the... The, the point of the spear, right? They were the one to whom everyone else was looking for guidance, not by taking themselves out of the classroom, but by shining in the classroom. Right. They uh, function as leaders by example, right? Sure. So... Right off the bat. Now, I sounds let, a little different than yeah. the way that some administrators do things today. Correct. And and I wanted the Latin teacher among us. Okay. Not being me. All right. I'm fairly certain that administrate uh-huh. is coming from Latin. Absolutely. The AD inclines me towards that. Right. What what give me some right. etymological help? Here. Yeah, sure. So, uh the uh, this is the perfect sort of thing for me to have done an etymological deep dive on uh, prior to recording, and I just haven't. But um, well, we can talk if our way I had, what's that? We can talk our way through though. The, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So the I, well, I think I, exactly. I think what it has to do with is um, it is the one who uh, is uh, assists. In the ministering, it's probably a sacramental uh, yeah. thing. We, right? we talk about administering the sacraments. Exactly, administering yeah. the sacraments. So uh, the one who assists in the administration of the bread and cup would and, be... And there's authority in that. Yeah. They are qualified right. 
right? And it, to, to, to follow the sacramental notion for a moment, mm-hmm. not just anyone can administer the sacraments. That's right. They must be ordained to that ministry. Right. Right. And ministry is in the term, mm-hmm. and that is a, 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 a mm, careful here, Steve. That is a term of service. Yes. Not a, necessarily a term of exaltation, but of, if I'm properly saying, humiliation. Yeah. I, I'm not, as Jesus was talking about, it, 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 he who would be first, yeah. let him serve. Right. The AD, the ad, is... Is a towards. It's a, it's a um, yeah, so, so towards the ministering of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so who... Toward whom does an administer administer? Yeah, that's a good that's a good first question. Um, because on the one hand, I want to uh, if we're I don't know how long we're going to be able to hang with the uh, sort of sacramental uh, metaphor here, but um, on the one hand, I want to say that it is the the administrator uh, gives. Uh, to the teachers, right? He so he admit or the administrator administers to the teachers. On the other hand, I kind of want to uh, say that the administrator. There's another way of understanding the metaphor in which the administrator is more like the deacon, and it's the teacher who is like the priest. So it is the administrator who assists yep. the mm-hmm. teacher in the administration of. Uh, what is given gotta, to the students. Yeah, somebody's so got to pay the bills. The church. Somebody's got to take the phone calls. Somebody's got to. Right. So if we're building a case for an administrator, it, it we some of it is an issue of size. Yeah. yeah right. Certainly. Certainly. A, a homeschool doesn't need an administrator. No. At least not many. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it it has administrative functions, whatever those might be. Sure. But, but they're so minimalist and not warranted. A teacher um, can administer the necessary s- uh, uh, stuff along the side yeah. that's necessary in order for the teaching to occur. Right. right. They can make sure there's a chair. It's they the, can make it's sure the that phrase, the lights uh, turned on and that sort of thing. Head cook and bottle washer. Right. right? right. Like w- when the scale is small, right. one, one person, it's easily within the scope of one human to do it all. Right. And, and, and some of my... Uh, problems with ideological uh, utopian views of education mm-hmm. is that they don't take size into to uh, scale mm-hmm. into account, right? I, I read about this guy and ten fifth graders romping through the woods and um, um, they're small and agile. They're not the modern school. Right. 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 They're, they don't have the needs that a larger school has. Mm-hmm. And, and even, even in private schooling, I've heard, and, and statistics seem to, to, to bear this out, they're, they're working off of statistics, that, that a school up to a size of about 100 students is a, it can profit if, it, if it's careful and doesn't get top-heavy, doesn't have a lot of administrative right. costs. Right. Given the size of building necessary for it, given the size of faculty, etc. And and the 
appropriate expectations. You're not going to expect a, a school of 100 to have a very vigorous uh, extracurricular yeah, program. or electron microscope or yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. So g- given its size, it can, it can be lean and mean. Okay. Right? Once you get over that 100-student edge, yeah. you can't profitably, you can't make budget okay. till about 400. Really? Now think about most private schools that you're familiar with. Yeah. They've almost all of them are over a hundred and under four hundred. Yeah. Well under. And, and working off profitable. some for right what they're trying to make up for what they can't charge. Mm-hmm. The budget difference between what we can charge and what we need is through this fundraising nightmare that we're not making a podcast on. <laughs> but but that's that's basically working off the love of people for that school and at any moment could close it down if if you know, to put it crassly, some sugar daddy stop giving. Yeah, sure. Right. right. So um uh my my point to all that is that there as as the size increases, the needs that are not directly related to instruction increase. Mm-hmm. So there's a case for the deacons. Yep. Right. Exactly what's happening in 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 the Book of Acts. Right. The apostles are to be praying and preaching. Yeah. They're busy. Yeah. Stephen, <laughs> word and sacrament, here. right? And and there's all these other things, yeah, that are just pulling them away from their function, mm-hmm. right? And so it makes sense that if there's enough of that distraction that the teaching starts to suffer, unless there's help, mm-hmm. then that's at least one case for odd ministerio, right? That 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 there's there's a support. Function right now, and so instead of uh, instead of uh, what you said earlier, uh, shut up and teach. Uh, it is something much more like, hey, you just can teach. You're free right. to teach right. now, right? Like I'll handle all the minutia, or perhaps bigger than minutia, or whatever. The non-teaching things I'm gonna take care of, so you're free to do. Your, fulfill your function right. to do uh, what you can uh, offer the community. Now, the one piece of that puzzle that's missing okay. is if you're in a school with more than a couple of teachers, uh-huh. you start to have not just a group of students, but now a group of teachers who need a shepherd. Right. And here's where that's that's where the power versus love model of administration. Most administrators will tell you their main focus is not just equipping, ministering to the needs so that teachers can teach. Mm-hmm. It's getting them to teach in an aligned fashion. Right. Yeah, developing uh, faculty. Yeah, right, 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 right. Finding the right faculty, right. Br- getting them to be a, a school within a school, getting them to operate as co-leagues yeah yeah yeah. right right um well we're right back to the uh now we need a principal teacher right now we need a head magister we need somebody who uh 
business acumen notwithstanding, right. or, or personal uh, sort of uh, charisma uh, aside, we need somebody who can teach the teachers how to teach. Yeah, and deal with their humanity, right? This is where the authority comes in. Okay. Because inevitably, teachers being humans as well yeah. uh, get lazy, sure, get mad mm-hmm. uh, with each other. Derelict in their duties. Uh, one of the, it's interesting that in our modern setting, most teachers view administration as the buffer between them and the parents. Right? Right. When I was a kid, there was no need for that buffer. My parents were definitely, not just because my mother was a teacher, mm-hmm. but because of the, the ethos of parenting at the time. Right. Trouble at school, trouble at home. Yes. Really very few questions asked. Right. We don't care about your side of the story. You got in trouble at school. You're in trouble here at home. Right. There's just guys, we don't want trouble at school, so we make it trouble at home if there's trouble at school. Right. And I, I, I had a teacher who, um, and this is not me 40 years later still still beating my dead drum. Right. But she really, my, my mother would now admit that, that she and this lady, when they talked together, had issues. And a couple of years later, when I come along... Uh-huh. She had she had issues with my mother through me. Oh, so it's so but, you were but the even buffer. there. <laughs> no, even there, I had to do some talking to my dad to convince him this isn't just your bad boy at right. school. I, you know, given that I'm I always wrong. Yeah, given, <laughs> given that I'm always making trouble. Just please hear me out. I don't like getting nailed for stuff I didn't do. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I get enough. I earn my own stripes. I don't right. need these extras. Right. Um, and and at some point that did you know after the fact, interestingly, but but um, but but that is a role today for many in administration is because the ethos has changed to uh, to more of a man. If Johnny's in trouble at school, that school must be messing up, mm-hmm. and I can't ever seem to get the teacher. In fact. I want to get their boss on the phone. I want to see the manager. Right. Yeah, it is a and sort of a bit of a manager. Uh, so even there, you know, I have my my opinions about mm-hmm. how administration should handle that. Uh, but but I value an administrator who, quote unquote, has my back. You know, that, oh, that sure. knows me well enough. You know, I I remember being in a meeting in which the administrator was assuring the parent that that's not Mr. Elliot. I'm very familiar with his teaching, and in the back of my head, I'm going, "That's funny. You've never been in my classroom." Oh, now I'm going to say that in the meeting. No, no, sure. <laughs> but I, I'm puzzled by that conversation. Sure, because you're so busy with this stuff, right? That you don't know what's going on in your classroom, right? Or classrooms. And, and so I have had uh, administrators who wander through the school. Uh, my dear friend, Andrew Kearns, here she is too, we push him all the time, uh, defined for me when I was a principal, he said, your job is a professional lounger. Ooh. Your I like main that. job is to wander around the school getting impressions. Uh-huh. And then, of course, um, for me, as, and I'm speaking as a former administrator for the case for administration, um, Again, to the to the school as a conversation thing. If you're locked off in your office doing stuff mm-hmm. and aren't interacting with 
the sheep, with, with the right. faculty. Right. Uh, that's a problem. They don't know what you know. Um, you're more than likely going to believe what you're told, because that's all you get to go on. Yep. You need to be wandering through the halls. You right. need to. The students shouldn't uh, react when a administrator comes through the classroom. Uh-huh. Oh, hey, this guy again. Uh, yeah, he's here all the time. Yeah. Um, but it's funny that you know I've had when I was a principal and still learning this stuff uh-huh. early on. I occasionally heard, "Will you come to my my class more often?" The kids are so well behaved. <laughs> 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 you know. Uh, but um, it's like, well, that would that would that would indicate the magic, they, right? Well, like, it, it would. would. The magic. Well, maybe would we wear could off. figure out how to get them right uh, well behaved at your uh, uh, <laughs> work, and in, instead of the effect of the wicked headmaster walking through or whatnot. Right. So so let's return to this notion of uh, profession, professional lounger. Um, that doesn't sound like the sort of thing, that title, that doesn't sound like the sort of thing that uh, has a strong case to be made for it. Right? I mean, a teacher is going to hear that and yeah. say... I knew it. <laughs> well, what's that's the, all they do. What's the lounging look like, right? Right. So, when I was a headmaster for eleven years, and I, I started this my second year, so so the the last nine years of me being principal, every teacher in the building had thirty minutes with me every week. Wow. One on one. Phones off. No email. I am yours. Right. What's going on? What do I need to know? What can I do? How can I help you? Sometimes it's very specific. I've got this kid that's driving me crazy. Sure. Other times it's like I'm. It's ten years from now. Where's the school? Uh, I got this great idea for you know this club. But I don't care. Sure. Whatever. Now sometimes over on my little pad, I had that thing written down that I decided last week every teacher was going to hear about this week because it's a. And I I hate the faculty meeting where we're all getting browbeat. Right, some dork is not doing his job, and the rest <laughs> yeah. of us have to sit through. Right, you know, but uh, but but sometimes there are things that the entire faculty need to hear. And I still, if it was anything negative, I don't think a, f- a, a group meeting is where that you know. Yeah, you don't want to unload if, on people. If, if it's just you and me, yeah, and you as a faculty member are sharing in a problem that many of the faculty have, you all are leaving your windows open at night, mm-hmm. and I'd like them closed because I don't want our nice stuff to walk away or. It's overtaxing the... Whatever. Yeah, sure, sure. My ability to explain it the way I know you will receive it best. Yeah. And then openly, freely, actually mean it when I say, are there any questions? Mm -hmm. Rather than in a faculty where when I say, are there any questions, the look in my eyes, and you better not (laughs) ask any. You know, but but being sincere about it, Mm -hmm. and then hearing it, and answering it, and talking it until we're happy, right, is, is a world of difference from... Oh, right. We all leave. They all go to the nearest Chick Fil A and and hate on me. You right. Know, for, for, so so and a lot of this we, we may be off in the weeds a little bit into specifics about administration, but there is a case for teachers being looked out for and teachers being uh, uh, yeah. led, right? Being led. You being, said? being yeah. led. Yeah, no doubt. To a higher plane, to a better place, to a boy. I sure want to paint like him, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why you see a Rembrandt or, or, or Michelangelo or whatnot having 
apprentice, you yeah, know, students, right? Copying, imitating, right? Watching. I, I, the best thing they did to me in teacher college was was require what I thought was an abominably, ridiculously large amount of observation. Because it uh, blew up my fun time. Yeah, like, sure, sure. You know, it says out of class, got to go over. My, you know, my college had a had a K through twelve school, okay, working school, and and we would sign up in advance and go see Miss and so and so teach sixth grade whatever for an hour, and log it. And they demanded of me over the four years a thousand hours of watching Whoa. teaching. Now I could count student teaching for that. But we all kind of knew student teaching is going to be a chunk of that. Yeah. But what you didn't want to do like is an hour your... a day of your college career. No, 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 no. no. But it was significant. It was significant. Yeah, it is, dude. Two hundred hours. Oh well, I guess if student teaching counted for whatever it ended up being, but about about a tenth of it. Yeah. Most, 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 I, I think I report 120 hours of, but, but I, I did way more than a thousand hours. Oh. By the end of my sophomore year, I realized this is the significant thing. Yeah. And by that time I had a pretty good idea of who I wanted to teach like. Uh-huh. And sure. so I just watched and watched and watched and watched and watched. Yeah. I, and wow. Them, you know. Wow. But, but I pull on that every day of my teaching career. Right. Right. And, and, and the more thoughtful and remembrance I bring back of those experiences, you know, it, it, it's amazing how new ideas aren't new. Oh, that's what so-and-so, uh-huh. you know, I can't even always remember their name now, but I usually remember what subject they taught, what they looked like teaching, yeah, so, and, and I remember the, the, the activity. Yeah. It worked then, it now. Huh. Wow, we'll it really see. did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so, uh, and, and to some extent I've, I've, I broadened that out in college to my other professors. Right. It bothered me. I don't. I'm, we're not talking about specific college, but it bothered me that the education faculty were often some of the worst teachers I had. Oops. Made me wonder if maybe they Sad were. Sad but true. <laughs> maybe, maybe they were where they were because they couldn't stay where they had been. You know, they, because they got hired because of their teaching experience. Right. Maybe they weren't teaching because they didn't really want to be any good. But some some of my theology professors were some of the best. Yeah, mine too. Uh, teachers I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and I, there was one teacher in particular, I think I took him for five or six classes because of how good a teacher he was. I was I mean, I had to get in yeah. credits in my major. Sure, just but but, whatever. But he's, I, whatever I paid a guy 50 doing. bucks one time because he had the last uh, ticket to get it, you know, yeah. you, you go through these long lines back in the day right. before the internet and, and it was computerized but you had to, they had to scan your sheet in order for you to get in the class and I'm counting and I'm going, Dude, I needed that class. Right. Corinthian epistles? <laughs> I needed that class. Yeah. What's it worth to you? I think I started at 25, but he took it at 50. <laughs> oh, man. And that was the last class I had with Dr. Minnick, and it was just as awesome as the other four classes. Wow. And uh, to this day, pull off of what I learned in his corpus of teaching. Right. Um, and... and Bug the snortskis out of him, see him in the snack shop or, or, or on campus or whatnot. Right, right. Because you're trying to, right. And, and to me, that's that's administrative. Okay. That's, you can help me be better. Yeah, right. You might mentor. By sound, it's mentor, mentor, right? Yep. Like, I 
have found, um, I have found one to which I want to conform. Yep. Yep. Like, I want to be like you. You can make me be a better me. Right. And and um, and that's in stark contrast to sort of a employer employee relationship. Hard charging. Yeah. That's part of life. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like coming in today, but it'll kick my butt if I don't. You know, yeah. it's, it's, he's going to call me to my duty. He's going to call me to the, all the things that, a, that an overseer has to do with humans who are fallen. Yeah. Right. But, but that's anywhere. Right. Sure. It doesn't need to get all sticky with ideology. Uh, the principle that's trying to be everybody's buddy isn't going to fail. Right. But the the principal who's focused on making each teacher a better teacher rather than a better employee or, um, you know, this this is the problem with bureaucracy. I think this is one of the fundamental problems with government schooling is that it's part of the government. Not, Mm -hmm. not, not at any methodological level. Okay. Just at the fact that because there's so many chiefs. Yeah. There's all this paperwork. There's all this account. You regularly you see administrators yeah. rolling their eyes over this edict from above. Right. That makes no sense. Um, it, it, anytime you have the most important decisions being made off campus, mm. you got a problem. Okay. You got a problem. Right. They don't know. Right. They're making it try and fit everywhere. Yeah. Because they, right, they can't decide for one. They have to decide across the board. Right. right. And, and, and I get that even at a, at, a, at a community level, right? You go to the principal sure. and say, well, I don't have any final exams the last day of exams. Can't I just not come in? And they're thinking not just in terms of you're a good teacher. I want to reward you for your good. Sure. Mm-hmm. They got to think about how this is going to play. With right. all the other faculty. And Once it hits Facebook. They, they see a bigger picture than you do. Right? <laughs> right. Sure. Right. So and that's part of the, why many of them are unable. You know, there's an interesting documentary out there uh, called Waiting for Superman. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So uh, it highlights, A, it highlights how much we've put on administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is amazing how some schools, especially bureaucratic schools have a lot of people that never enter the classroom. Right, right. Right. Some of them, eh, school nurse, wonderful. That's that's useful if you've got twelve hundred kids in the building or whatnot. Right. Uh, but but some of these positions are like, what what? You're paying them to do what? Right. Some of them are bureaucratic. We've got to hire this person to deal with the bureaucracy. Yeah. Right. In 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 that documentary they show that there are people who, for various mostly unionized reasons, can't be fired. Yeah. Oh, right. This is the room where they all show up and, yeah. and sit and read the paper. And do nothing and get paid. Right. Right. Or the lemon exchange that they explain so well in there. Yeah. Where every school one. in a district has those one or two teachers that the, that the principal just can't, this is not working, but they can't fire them. Mm-hmm. So the principals of a district get together and agree to take each other's limits. Wow. Wow. <laughs> maybe a new school, maybe they'll do better. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's 
<laughs> Exchanging lemons uh, may not be... Uh, Forget lemonade. Yeah. We right. don't... We don't <laughs> exchange your lemons. You don't right. like it in the lemonade. <laughs> but... Um, now, yeah. uh, again, I don't want it to turn into why admins got problems. Uh, anything in life is going to have problems with living sure. in a fallen world. But is there a legitimate case for those who do more outside the classroom than in it? I, I, I always maintained as a principal, I got to teach. Mm-hmm. I got to keep my foot in the classroom for a number of reasons. It's amazing how much of my knowledge of how my teachers were doing junior high and high school level. Right was because of my interaction with students about my teachers. As a sure. teacher. Sure. They'd come in my room fussing about this brilliant assignment. That they hate him. <laughs> yeah. They want me to do something. You're the principal. Get rid of this. <laughs> and I'm, I love this thing. I'm going to tell the rest of the faculty to do this. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. That's not what we meant. Uh, but other times I heard things that concerned me. Sure. And I had to be careful. You know, they're, they're immature. Right. Teenagers. But, but they're having experiences that I don't want them to have in my school, and Ooh. I know about it because I'm their teacher. Right. They they're not coming to the office to tell me these problems. Right. Maybe over a long period of time, the parents. <laughs> but you don't want parents telling you about the problems. No, no. So you want to discover them firsthand. So um, well, and and so I think that could get back to that idea of lounging, right? Mm-hmm, like right. if you are teaching, uh, well, we've talked about teaching from a place of rest, right? We've talked about leisure. If teaching is restful, uh, if you're that, it, there's a sense in which teaching is lounging, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Or, or teaching for an administrator is a form of lounging. Yeah. Because I think latent in uh, in Andrew's um, statement is something that you drew out earlier, which is where are you doing that lounging? Right. right? If you're doing it in the classroom then it's like, okay, cool. Like, or in the hallway. You, yeah, in the hallway. You've kind of got Lunch your finger room. on the pulse of the school and you're able to um, use that rudder. So right? this is back to, to waiting for Superman, the, the notion of Superman. Yeah. You're going to have so many duties, so many of them bureaucratic, that you're parked in front of your desk and a screen trying to Raise the money, deal with the issues, process the email, right? Work on the HR problems, etc. That this whole life is being lived out there, uh-huh. and other than when you get up to go get a cup of coffee, or God bless you, send your secretary to get you a cup of yeah, coffee. Right. You're so married to this desk. As long as that's where you're not lounging there. No, you're cranking, right? right. You're, you're you're being productive. Yeah. So that's, I opened with this notion of we have confusion about whether it's a business or not. Mm-hmm. At the administrative level, in the classroom, it, it, in fact, that's sometimes what students want, what they've been taught is that this is a game or this is a business. Give me the work, I'll get it done, give me the paycheck. Yep. And that's antithetical to what you and I believe the classroom ought to be. Right. But I think that to some extent, though you've got to deal with your fiduciary expenses, you've got to to some extent, behave as though your families are your clients. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is a business facade to it. It's not, it's not retail. No. You're not running a furniture store. Right. As we've said many times, it's not a factory. Right. It's much more like a farm. Yes. Which even there, 
is this or is this not a business? Well, it is, but it isn't. It's right. A, it's a there business is an of economy. Kind. Right. And I can thank you. Like there is, there is an economy. There is such a thing as profit. There is such a thing as produce. There is such a thing as waste. There is such a thing as efficiency, as well-used, mismanagement. All of those things apply. But that, but when we say business in America, what we mean is uh, the bo- like see the bottom line. Yeah. And stay and afloat yeah. and uh, turning over customers yep. and that sort of yep. thing. Yep. And it ain't that. Right. 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 Well, we've known for a long time education isn't cha-ching. Right. <laughs> it's not profitable. Right. For anyone. Exactly. <laughs> but but they still have to make the budget, right? And yeah. Still, unfortunately, that's often, it, frankly, it is sometimes as simple as money. Yeah. That private schooling. Right. Or even public schooling is working off a budget that's just not legit. Mm-hmm. Well, In many cases, it's because they've they've made it top heavy. There's there's so many people doing functions that really shouldn't even be a function in a school. Right. That a lot of money is being thrown after something other than education. Yeah. So the resources for the classroom, for the teacher and are, are low. Uh, but so can, can I can I stop you there and ask then what are the functions of an administrator? Yeah, let's do, let's ask. What are the proper? We've talked about some improper functions of an administrator. Well, like, we've gotten the big one out there. Yeah. So, sort of, so teacher development. Yeah, teacher development is a proper function in any business. Um, your employee, if you want to look at it that way, right, is a is a is a deal, right? If you're, yeah. I've always respected. I referenced Chick Fil A earlier. Yeah, I've always uh, appreciated the fact that they've got these hallmarks of training, right? My, it's our pleasure yep. type thing. Management has understood that we've got, we've got to get everybody doing it the Chick-fil-A way, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we, we use that language at my school, that everybody does it our way. Okay. You know, that there's a, an ethos and a pathos and a logos to our, to our environment. Right. And so bringing new people in... Mm-hmm. It's getting them on mission, getting them to use them. So that, that's a big deal. Yeah. And, um, and then the, the observation of their teacher to know that they're continuing in it. Mm-hmm. And occasionally, unfortunately, the attempt to help folks see that they're not really fitting the school mission and might be sure. happier elsewhere. Sure. Or will have to be happier <laughs> right. elsewhere. Yeah. You know? Or seek um, happiness. Yeah. So, so culture making, I mean, is, yeah, is yeah. really uh, what you're talking about. Shepherding. Shepherding. So then, and, and you, think, you think that an administrator can uniquely do that in a way that teachers just can't? Right. So uh, I think it's a size issue. Okay. Right. right? So, so it is faculty of five, they should be able to, probably be able to share the faculty of 50, Right. Mm. How how would you? Yeah. What do, what so, do I know about what the second grade teacher is doing? This is that that size and scope kind of conversation we've had okay. before. That, that yeah. there's a there's a a ratio. Yeah. There, um, farming. Yeah. The small farm. It's much easier to have be sustainable. Right. Than the ten thousand acre farm yeah. that just a man can't even walk. He can't even know it all. Right. Right. 
and, and we used to have that conversation when I was uh, studying theology in college. Is great conversation of how many how many people in a congregation can one man shepherd? Oh yeah, that is a good that is you know? a good thought. And and it was and it, it is very indicative based on the answers you were getting how people viewed the role of yeah. individual. Because some people are going to say ten thousand, right? And, they, and what they mean is, I mean. You get some TV screens, put me up all over town in satellite campuses, and we're going to be just fine. And that counts as shepherding. And someone else is going to say 12. Well, but then you're like, that wow. singular shepherd of 10,000 is going to have a whole bunch of hirelings. Yeah. Somebody's got to maintain all that IT that's making you minister <laughs> right. across right. Somebody's got to be feeling all the phone calls, or he's never going to have anything to say on Sunday. Right. We're back to the apostles and deacons. Yeah. Right. So, um, uh, in a school setting, it's, it's, I have been both, you said, cook and bottle washer. Yeah, yeah. I've been teacher and janitor. Okay. Because I quickly realized that they paid the janitor about what they paid me. Nice. <laughs> uh, and I first got into that in my first teaching gig where, where me and the history teacher looked at each other and said, we both have pretty good background in cleaning. We could... the the cleaning contract's coming up. Let's let's throw our hat in the ring. Yeah. And we got it. Nice. Now, it had its consequences, but one of the consequences, the nice consequences, is that it just about doubled our pay. Wow. <laughs> you know? So finally, you know, we could we could make a little money. Sure. And uh, and I've done that at other times. I've also had it taken away from me uh-huh. because they didn't like the we don't think you can teach effectively if you've got this second job. Yeah. Hmm. And, and I think... I, I don't think, think I can the, live effectively. Yeah, I, I think the implication was we don't like it being known that we force our teachers to right. need a second job. Yeah. You know, it's that sort of ugly truth that every cop and fireman and whatnot have to moonlight. Yeah. Right. Uh, if their kids are going to Get a decent education. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's, like anything else, mm-hmm. the goals, right, what, what, as you said earlier, there is an economy to it. Mm-hmm. So, if your school's going to have fancy buildings, is that with a, you know, I taught at a school briefly that had a $9 million debt. It had nice buildings. Yeah, for nine million bucks, I sure hope so. Yeah, yeah. But they, they, every decision, every curricular and otherwise, every decision was based on keeping everybody happy. Uh-huh. Because if we, we lost gotta service this X number of students, you know, the, the, the mortgage payment, Oh was man! Huge. Oh man! And then with that, of course, with those beautiful buildings came administratively. Well, who's going to clean all them? They they hired you know a commercial cleaning company mm-hmm. that brought eight or nine people in every night, five days a week, and I saw I was privy to what they you know because I had a background in what do you pay annually for your whoa <laughs> right. now that would have quadrupled my right. <laughs> right. um, but I couldn't have done it right no. I mean, there's no way a guy two two teachers after school are going to clean 
whatever square footage that was. Right. It's just not. So, so the, the, it, it, this, um, you, what, what you, in part, your goals determine your need for an administrator, right? You can be right pretty uh, streamlined. Yep. Um, aerodynamic. Mm-hmm. And um, and not need as much. Yeah. Right. Or you can shoot for the moon and find yourself with a lot of you know that, that maybe we have as much office space as we have classroom space. Yeah. I think, you know. Um, wow. And 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 other things, right? I, I see schools, many schools, uh, they're administratively heavy on their athletics. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they pay. And, and employ um, just as many people after school as they do during the school. Right. And it's sometimes at the same wage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So th- there's choices there that, that it, more than likely, with much of a school at all, one that would consider itself a factor in the community, it's mm-hmm. going to have administration. How much and of what nature and what they do and what's expected of them, that's all stuff that's coming out of out of a mission, out of a vision for education. Mm-hmm. If you want wisdom and virtue taught in your classroom, then somebody has to be ensuring that the faculty are wise and virtuous. Right. Part of that virtue, of course, is not being compelled to cut corners not being assigned so much teaching that they can't do any of it well, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and then, to, back to my shut up and teach comment, mm-hmm. obviously you need a wise and virtuous administrator yeah. to have any hope of having that reflected in the faculty, which is right. the only way it's ever going to be at all reflected in your student body. Yeah. So... Michelin yeah, there is a sort of top-down nature to it, right? I mean, or a, a, a priori- literally priority. Yep. Like, it, it, if you the want? prior person yep. is not right, uh, you're not going to produce what you're hoping to. Yeah, man, there's a lot to it. I, typically, when we get to the end of a, a podcast, um, there are things that I think, man... Uh, we didn't say this, or th- this went unsaid, or, oh, I would have liked to have chased that down, or, oh, why didn't I uh, throw in something like uh, this? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but with this, this topic, topic in particular, <laughs> you know, I think that there's a whole lot more here. Um, We've just been identifying the rabbit holes. Yeah, no doubt. No <laughs> There's doubt. a whole bunch right. of them that we can go down. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't feel like we went down any of them. Right. I. I, I think that we, um, as you say, just kind of took a sidelong glance at a whole great many potentialities um, here. So, I think this could be uh, something that we do offer. You know, sort of side porch. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, I've got. Formal experience as an administrator in the past. I have none, but I am an administrator You're now. Coming in as such, yeah, and, and I have re-entered it. In, in we, to, to, to be clear, both both Jason and I are are functioning in our respective schools as academic deans, which yep. is a form of administration, a much funner form of administration than the, the dude. Okay, great. Uh, from from my to, perspective, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, 
we got we have a, we have a lot of questions. Yes, because we're trying to do it. Mm-hmm. And I at least have a lot of attempted answers. Yeah, that I th- I agree with you. I think that there's a place where rather than just throwing it out there as a series of podcasts, we could we could put together a little package and offer it at the at the soon to be live. Yeah, side porch. No doubt. I and, and I think for me it would be good um, because as a as a teacher who is now stepping into this administrative role while continuing to teach, I have I have a lot of amazing ideas, mm-hmm. and I don't see why they're not amazing yet. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like when yeah. I have a a, yeah. a good idea uh, that doesn't. Uh, bother me. When I have an idea that's so good that I can't see anything wrong with it, I have learned that it's my own shortcomings uh, almost always. Right? Well, what it often is, is in need of is, is becoming real. Yes. It's going to get refined into something that can actually be done. Right. Right. The, right. the, 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 the people who play it safe and just don't try any of the ideas or don't even yeah. come up with the ideas right probably aren't fit for leadership so true well I'm just thinking that if uh, in a series of conversations um, I could say oh well, what about this uh, I think that I could benefit greatly from your uh, experience you know being well, able yeah. to say well I tried that once it went pretty well you might run with that or I tried something like that. Here's what I would caution you again. You know, that sort of uh, thing. Yeah, that I, I, I think a discuss, further, deeper discussion about administration would fit. Now, obviously, people that are involved in, in homeschooling, uh, this is all going to be kind of out. So that's, that's why, you know, you only have to listen to this one podcast and then just move on. Yeah, right. Uh, but, but for those who are in a school setting, uh, whether you're an administrator or one being administered to, it's helpful to think through the things. So mm-hmm. even somebody that doesn't have anything to do with administration might find it useful to at least understand what, what, what's the what's the game rules. Mm-hmm. Why, why do why right. do things work the way they work back there in that office? Right. Because um, I I spent many years in teaching, swearing up and down I'd never be an administrator. Nice. Uh, and <laughs> kind of went, got in in the words of Lewis, kind of got pulled kicking and screaming into it. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to have a good session. Yeah, let's do it. Balls. Balls.